Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Will in the studio today. Now, don't forget to plan your very own a one-of-a-kind Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And if you visit any of Mississippi's rural communities, you'll come across abandoned buildings with stories to tell. So joining us today on Good Things is Jay Farrell. He is an author and the photographer of the book Abandoned South Mississippi. Hey, Jay. Hi, Rebecca. How are you? I'm not going to complain today. I think we're getting um, potentially geared up for a little bit of snow, or potential snow, should I say, on Sunday. So Mississippi is pretty excited about that opportunity. Now, you're not a native of Mississippi, Jay, so where are you calling us from? Nashville, Tennessee. Um, You know, it's much the same in that regard. Uh, A lot of kind of panicking whenever there's any kind of weather, but um, it's... Y'all tend to see a little bit more snow than we do here in in Mississippi, but we hope we all get some at least at some point. Just no ice. We can keep away with the ice. Okay, so what drew you to the Magnolia State? I know your book, Abandoned South Mississippi, is very specific. You obviously came and enjoyed uh, several days exploring uh, Mississippi and then photographed and wrote about it, but what drew you to our state? Well, before that, I've only traveled through it, and and I guess I just got curious. Like, There's got to be more to it than what you see on 55. Um, so I just thought, like, you know, this would be kind of a good opportunity to uh, go explore a state that I know really nothing about and have no uh, pre-planned uh, destinations and just go do it. Well, that sounds and, like uh, a good enough reason. So when did you come to Mississippi? Well, I made uh, both of them were uh, three- and four-day trips. The first one was early 2019, I want to say maybe February, and the second one was uh Actually, I left the day after Christmas 2019, and I, I, was, I came back on New Year's Eve. You got both trips in right before everything shut down, Jay. That was probably a stroke of luck for you and all of your projects. Okay, so you kind of got drew to the to Mississippi. I can understand that. Why we we know we're awesome. We know people get drawn to us to come visit. But you specifically go after sort of the abandoned, forgot about type of buildings or structures, and that had to start before you you know wanted to come to to Mississippi. Oh, so sure. what drew, what drew or what draws you, should I say, to you know, abandoned places. I just think it's, um, you know, the, one of the important elements of photography are texture. Um, and you, you mix that with composition and light. And I think you've got something there. It's, and it's a unique kind of beauty that people have to look for. Um, it's just like it doesn't really take a skilled photographer to take a beautiful picture of a sunset. Uh, where, whereas if you can photograph something as powerful as an abandoned building with, with its distress and decay, and and mix it with other elements of photography, then you've created something. Something that's different and something that not everybody gets. But it's, I think it's just kind of what sharpens me as a photographer and it inspires me. We'll have to uh, say, if they're watching over at Super Talk TV, we've got up several of your um, photographs that you shared with us. This is kind of playing on Spiral J. And they are, they're stunning, but they're also eerie, right? Because something that's been sort of left as is, sort of just walked away from, or may have just been sitting there with good intentions, like the old truck for so long that starts to rust, you find yourself creating these narratives in your head about these photos that are true or maybe not true around that. So does it kind of have its own st- Still, sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Is there any sort of energy that's still there at these places that have been, you know, left behind for so long? Um, you know, sometimes, like my very first destination on my uh, South Mississippi trip was the uh, Arlington House, and I think a lot of people know about it. Uh, I, I think just the fact that all the elements fit together, it, it was uh, kind of a misty, chilly morning, cloudy, and uh, very early, just shortly after the sun come up. Uh, I, I think just the long walk back to it and the vultures uh, sitting on top of the roof, I just, I just think the whole experience 
kind of gave it that energy. I'm not much into the paranormal aspect of it, but yeah, not, I can't really doubt that it exists either. I don't. I will not confirm nor deny that they don't. I don't want to be tested with that, Jay. But I didn't mean it necessarily in terms of you know something living there. More of just the sadness, right? Because some of your photos are of of homes that have looked like they just walked away from them, left them kind of as is, or maybe been you know rumbled through from someone coming through and picking um, out the things that they wanted, or homes that were once someone you know, everything that they built or, you know, bought, and then it's just starting to sort of crumble. To me, I think it's more either the sadness or just some of the emotions that you feel around it when you're there. Maybe not the actual place having having specific energy. That may be a, bit, a better way of saying it. I used to really think nothing of that, but since I've actually become an author in that regard, I've become more interested in history and, and you know, like those emotions that you feel. And I... I I kind of think about that more after I look at the photos than when I'm actually exploring it. Ah, you're it's kind like of... I'm, I'm going through, I'm thinking, well, this is pretty neat, you know, um, but then it doesn't really hit me until later. Because you're in the zone, sort of doing your work, which you said you took two, you came two trips to Mississippi to sort of photograph. You didn't know much about the Magnolia State, Jay. So how are you finding abandoned buildings or structures or home? Are you really just driving the interstate, small towns, keeping your eye open? Or did you put kind of a call out for it? How do you find these places? Well, I mean, the only place, okay, like on my first uh, trip in uh, northeast Mississippi, I uh, on my last day of the trip, I was scheduled to meet with a historian, and she was going to take me around to places. Other than that, I really had no specific map, and and it was cool going around with her. And then on the South Mississippi trip, all I knew that I uh, wanted to do was go to the Arlington House, and everything else was just um, go around and find random-looking back roads that are promising. You know, was, I'm going to say it was on the second trip, it was probably 2,000 miles. Wow. O- over a period of uh, four days. Well, now you know what it's like to be a teenager in Mississippi. We go around looking for back roads that are promising. That's pretty much how we grew up, Jay. <laughs> so, yeah, and, you, and, you know, and I think that's interesting. And I think, like, as people become adults and they forget how to explore, at that point, you know, I think that takes away some of your creativity. So you get back home to Nashville. You have all of these photographs. So are you? How, what type of, photo, of photography do you take? I mean, is it digital? Are you going back? Can you see it immediately? Are you going back to have to process it? What's kind of your style when it comes to photography? I still do have some film cameras, but everything I photograph, it's with a compact mirrorless uh, rangefinder style Fuji. Um, you know, I don't bring, like, a whole entire kits of lenses and all that with me. I, I try to just travel as lightly as possible, and that way it keeps it manageable and fun. So when you get home and you're maybe you didn't grow up here, you don't know the communities in deep in depth, how do you start to share the story in your book, Abandoned um, South Mississippi? Because the photographs obviously are worth a thousand words, but you also put a narrative to it. So how did you combine the two? Thank you. Um, well, I have a app on my phone that um, it only works if you use it, by the way, I guess kind of like anything else. <laughs> but I make voice recordings and it tracks my location. And, and like, it's, I just kind of do that for my own reference. And uh, like I said, sometimes I forget to use it, but I, I kind of reach out after the fact to either locals or historians and try to find out about it. I, you know, sometimes you can't always, but I kind of enjoy, you know, hearing that personalized story rather than something you can Google. Oh, I love that. Okay, what's the creepiest place you've ever been to here in Mississippi? In Mississippi? Yeah. Mm, uh, it could be the Arlington House. And then um, on my first trip, there was a house in um, Amory. I think it's what, it, what you call it, in Monroe County. It was an old abandoned uh, antebellum era house. And uh, the, the story the historian told me was that two maiden sisters lived there and i even saw like women's clothes and you go into one room and it's 10 degrees colder than the next Ooh, that's strange the floors were rotted away um okay your, your favorite out of your two trips to mississippi jay what was your favorite place to find and photograph i i can't pick um i'm gonna say those two spots were my favorite well, well they the- both natchez and amory um but i really liked everything i experienced i well, one thing that was distinctly different about exploring Mississippi is that I had very little human contact at all, um, even before the virus. But like when I explored uh, the eastern Kentucky region, I had a lot more of it because I think just, you know, overall people are more curious about if you're not from there. 
but down there, I don't think anybody really cared. You know, I wasn't bothering anybody, and it, it was just pretty chill. I just enjoyed it. Over 2,000 miles, Jay, you had to stop for something to eat. Did you get any good food while you were here? I did. Um, I tried my best to find uh, local spots that weren't chains. Uh, I found some, uh, it's one little family barbecue place, and it was excellent, and uh, a little Mexican uh, restaurant. And when I, I do remember when I was in Hattiesburg, there was uh, like a little a catfish cabin, and it was pretty good. Do you have any plans coming back to Mississippi? Absolutely. Well, where can we get your book, Abandoned South Mississippi? Again, the photographs over at Super Talk TV are amazing, and they want they get me to want to read the book. So where can we find it? It's uh, any bookstore, any independent bookstore um, or chain bookstore can order it. If they don't keep it in stock, it's usually in stock regionally uh, in the area, you know, like South Mississippi, or it can be ordered on Amazon. All righty, Jay. Well, if you ever come back to Mississippi, you be sure to let us know, and you'll have to swing by the Good Things Studio, okay? I would enjoy that. That'd be great. But I definitely look forward to coming back and visiting. I really enjoyed my time there. All righty. Well, I appreciate your time today. I appreciate you. All righty. Stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. Hi, I'm John Albritton. If your diamond seems smaller today than yesterday, trade it for a larger stone at Albritton's. Our certified gemologist will give you a generous, no-obligation appraisal of your diamond, which can be applied to your new selection. Whether you choose to remount your existing stone or simply trade it, you'll get the most diamond value at Albritton's. Quality and value go hand in hand at Albritton's. Has this ever happened to you? My friend was telling me about his new pair of headphones, so I looked him up online. Now, everywhere I go is a creepy ad for those headphones I looked at one time. I hate that feeling like I'm being watched. I got DuckDuckGo and saw a difference right away. With one download, you can search and browse privately, avoiding trackers all for free. It's that simple. Take back your privacy online with DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies, ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home, because we hate termites more than you do. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. A beat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. 
Well, I didn't know if I needed to just let you and our guests continue on throughout the oh, show here on Good Things. Oh, we talked the whole time. <laughs> I, have, I think I've been to that house that he was talking about. Which one? The one in Amory. Ah, because that's near where you grew up. Yeah. Uh, I was explaining to him that I'm from North Mississippi, from Chickasaw County specifically, and that there's a wealth of abandoned homes, antebellum homes, in the Oklahoma. Uh, town. If you've ever been to Oklahoma, you you know what I'm talking about. There's an old college there that was abandoned at some point. Um, it's fascinating. My brother and I, we were fascinated by this stuff as kids. Uh, you know, the stories behind it and everything. So that's what I was telling him. Uh, and he said, oh, yeah, I'll, well, next time I come down, I'll make sure I go to that place. And if you missed our conversation here on Good Things with Jay Farrell, he's an author and photographer, you can catch it later on uh, Super Talk's YouTube page, or you can even get it in podcast form wherever you get your favorite podcast. But I think all of us who grew up in a semi-small town, and no, you know what, I take that back. No matter where you grew up in Mississippi, every town or community, has an abandoned building and in fact yeah. i need to remind or let jay know when i follow up with him and thank him for his time is there's actually an instagram account and i won't take time to look for it something mississippi but it's um dedicated to nothing but abandoned buildings and homes as well and so he might can be able to find a little bit of um inspiration looking through that because we do and if it's if it's generationally abandoned the stories get you know further from the truth with every generation or it gets a little bit more sparse so you start to make up your own stories around the building there's one coming up 471 in Rankin County that has been um, and it's weird because it's like an older antebellum home that's completely it looks like if the wind blew right it's going to fall yeah. to pieces but it's really close to now what's a you know, a super busy four lane kind of highway and all of this new has sort of built up around it. But yet it's just there to remind you of maybe the once was before there was all the concrete and the newer neighborhoods and all that sort of around it. And I've I've read threads of trying people know who own own the building. It's still owned by the family. I just think they're out of the state and they don't really care about it as much or they don't want to sell it or for whatever reason. But it's also interesting to figure out who who still has these things and who owns them. I mean, because yeah. somebody does. That reminds me, too, of the interview we did here with um, the town of Rodney. Many of you have visit, visited here. And they have even gone to great lengths to come together. There's a whole uh, support group around Rodney, Mississippi, and saving the church uh, through the Mississippi Heritage Trust. I may get some of those words wrong, but most of it's right, where, you know, everybody would go and visit this sleepy, once vibrant town. And the, you know, the building, the community buildings have just been left. People go and obviously still explore and look. Um, But they've been abandoned. But they've been able to actually... Um, save the church and so yeah. looking to see what else they can kind of do throughout that throughout the community all it takes is interest right like all it takes is the right person with the right contacts or the right know-how or just that right uh, spark to see a building get curious about a building have that like feel for the building and then taking the steps and who knows it can be repurposed it can be you know um renovated or redone or at least preserved in some way or it gets completely you know gutted and torn down for right reasons because they are pretty dilapidated for me it's looking at the old homes his pictures in general if you were looking through or you can also find them uh, the same pictures are at super talks facebook page and twitter account the ones where you walk into an abandoned building and then it's still stuff in there and not like just furniture you're talking about Stuff, pictures, pictures, and clothes, and like a suitcase, and all of a sudden you're in baby dolls, and all of a sudden your mind starts to instantly try to like piece together what could have potentially happened to make a family. It's like I got up in the middle of the night, left, you know, fifty years ago, and never came back. Right, and never came back, and nobody came and took it, which is interesting in the you know the world in which we do live in. You feel like not everybody's always got. You know, leaving things as be uh, to rest in peace in mind. But there's there's like valuable things or was once valuable to somebody else uh, and someone else there. I think, too, as you get older, you start to recognize as you're especially if you get to the point where maybe your parents are aging or maybe you've already gone through that and something that they worked so hard for or had paid off and, and um, collected nice things. You start to realize that those things are going to end up being somebody else's things one day anyway or when you drive by and you see these great big antebellum homes that have been abandoned and you think to yourself man 
would have loved to live there or seen it in its heyday. And now to see what was once maybe like a strong, robust, bustling, you know, building within a town that had was thriving either economically or, you know, whatever it may be. It's just withering away. As sad as it can be, it can also be a humbling reminder to don't put your faith in the things that, you know, are going to one day rust, rot, wilt, too. Um, yeah. And if you don't take care of it, it time will kind of falls apart. My, my falls grandparents apart. bought an antebellum home to try to renovate it back in the 80s. And to this day, it's still standing. It's uh, in if you're if you live in Chickasaw County, you know where it is. The Tab Bates House. We call it the Tab House. Beautiful antebellum home with this great big magnolia tree in front. It's it's picturesque on ten acres in the middle of town. So it's it's kind of strange. Uh, but they just uh, I don't know what happened, but somebody just left it. And you wonder like how? And then if it goes up for foreclosure, why does someone not buy it? Yeah, like, well, I that's mean, how, I think that's how they ended up with it. But I, my mom told me stories about them going in there when they first bought it to kind of clean it up, and they were going to renovate it and all this stuff. And the house, I don't think, had electricity. That's how far back it had been abandoned or whatever. Uh, she remembers it was used as a, a, a hospital during the Civil War, and so there were blood stains still on the carpet that she cleaned up. I mean, think about this is in the eighties. In the Civil War, you know, 1860s. That's how long that stuff was there, it, which to me is just fascinating right. that people leave something there that long. I would never long. be able to clean that up. I would have to cut around it, <laughs> put it away, and, you know, whatever it may be. Um, Six at Will Boyd mentions that the people who were, let's see, of the house on 471 – Flat out came out and run you off, even if you're just parked on the outside of the road. Well, I've never stopped to try to go and and do it. So watching the house from across the street, people who were watching that house from across the street, I'm getting it right, Boyd, on 471, will flat out come out and run you off, even if you're parked on the side of the road. The one on 471 also has a hand roll type clothes washer on the front porch. Yeah, it's got a story. I don't know it well enough to, to... uh, to trust what I would tell you here on good things. But you can find it. I mean, you could probably Google 471 old house in Brandon, Mississippi, and it comes up. Because people have wanted to buy it. Because it's in the most awkward spot. It's Everything's new and vibrant around it. You're talking about, like, again, as I mentioned, a four-lane interstate. And then you just have, like, you're transported back in time with this just. And it's not off the road. Like, it's on the side, like it's yeah. right there off the interstate. It's very close to the, you know, the interstate. Why? So of course it's going to have make people. And every town has these. Oh, every absolutely. single town and community has, you know, this. Especially when home. the railroad used to be the main thing coming through, or the, you know, the riverways or whatever. You know, you have, and I, I go back to what fried green tomatoes in the Whistle Stop Cafe, right? Yeah. And it's, <laughs> but you had like the little gas station, the little general store, all of that right there. Where you, and we all have like every small town has that. Now some have done better with uh, renovating it or not. Not all of them were necessarily connected to your uh, main streets. If I'm thinking going towards uh, Clark County, which is where my in-laws are from, and you go through, I think it's Clarkdale. You have to cross over the railroad tracks. And I've always been curious about it. And it's like a little strip mall, and it's older. It was a gas station. You could tell it was a little restaurant right over the railroad tracks, but it's nowhere near like downtown. So that's it had no no way to sort of survive once, you know, the railroad kind of died down. But I always, every time we would cross over it, I would think, man, what's the story behind that? And why hadn't someone thought that that was like a good... Yeah, somebody just texts in and says, who pays the taxes on these things? <laughs> well, Greg and Newton, you've got a good, you know, <laughs> too. I mean, and I think, uh, you know, Lolly Rush, is, who's with... Um, Mississippi Trust, uh, Heritage Trust, and that that's part of what they do. They The 10 most endangered um, houses that come out every year or buildings or structures are our communities who are putting in votes for somebody save them. And it's reach finding and reaching out if they're willing to sell or save or if the, t- the city owns or the town owns or if they can buy. Like, you know, there's somebody owns it. Tupelo had the same situation with, I believe it was called the Spain House. It was on, in downtown Tupelo. Beautiful old home that had just been abandoned at some point and nobody lived there. And it was either tear it down. Well, they decided, I think they moved it. Uh, and so they had a big event about it and they, they moved the house and I don't know what 
ended up happening with it. But they decided they were going to save the house because it was so unique and so beautiful. Someone asked who owns the Tab House in Houston now. Uh, I think it's actually for sale last time I checked. Uh, when my grandparents died, uh, they sold it right before they passed away, and I don't know whose hands. Could you imagine the anxiety about putting a several hundred-year-old uh, home on a flatbed truck, like just trying to... <laughs> yeah. And then my luck, if, you're, if you've ever tried to move like something your kid's made out of, Legos or whatever else you're thinking this is just not going this is not going to end well yeah but hopefully it ends well for some of these buildings but stick with us we've got more for you coming up next year on good things From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 64. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 48. Your Saturday, showers likely, high near 60 degrees. And for your Sunday, a 30% chance of snow and rain mixed, mostly cloudy, high near 39. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Three days only. Take up to 15% off your purchase. That's 15% off our everyday low prices. Plus, take five years to pay with no down payment. Two great offers. One incredible event. Friday, Saturday, and Monday at all Miskelly's locations. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. Research shows that people remember radio ads with lots of sound effects. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need, here are some zany sounds. Saving on home insurance is no laughing matter. Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. The money you save could change your life. It's time for you to take your insurance choice seriously. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. We're planning a trip to Spain later this year. But our Spanish uh... is pretty bad. So we're using Babbel. Babbel's conversation-based method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. There's no easier way to learn another language. Ahora hablamos español. He just said, now we speak Spanish. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. If legislation to eliminate the state income tax is passed, the first 40000 an individual makes won't be taxed starting July 1st. That puts $1,300 back into every Mississippian's pocket. House Speaker Philip Gunn explained that that would go up after seven years. And then in the seventh year, that exemption raises to $100,000 per taxpayer, $200,000 for a married couple. In 12 years, the income tax would go away completely. 
completely, the grocery tax would also go down. Immediately, you would drop the, the tax on groceries from 7 to 5.5, and, and then there's a, a phase-out at a quarter percent a year. Over six years, you get to a point where the tax is dropped to 4%. So, car tax would be reduced by 50%. The only thing that would go up is the sales tax, which would rise from 7 to 8.5%. For more information on how this legislation will affect you, log on to supertalk.fm. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or Delicious Ham Steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou Friends Jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's Old Time Chili Recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they giving to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Becca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. wants to remind you that there are some great things to do in Mississippi, plenty of events and unique places to visit. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. It's Friday here on Good Things, so we are going to get our rundown on movies with our favorite in-house movie critic, Miss Tanya. And you will be so proud of me. Guess what my family did? What? We went to the movies. Oh, wow. <laughs> we did didn't you stream say? it. We didn't <laughs> wait for it to come out any other way. So us and the two girls went to see Sing. Sing oh, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. went on an early day. I think it was on a Thursday. Um, so there was hardly anybody in there. And the two-year-old made it halfway through. Yeah. And uh, But the rest of us, we were so excited. We got our popcorn. Uh, it was the first time we had been back in the movies since, uh, been in a theater since, you know, the whole pandemic. And only because we just hadn't. No, yeah. no other reason than making it a priority but yeah it felt so good yeah, it wasn't a cute movie it was a very cute it's movie. a good one to to yeah. get back in the swing with it was okay yeah. so what have you seen over the week or since the last time we saw you yeah well the big release this weekend is scream oh so um they're calling it scream 2022 but it's basically just a, a, the next installment after this is the fifth movie in the movie series um after the fourth movie which happened like back in 2011 i think it's been a while mm-hmm. it's actually been 25 years I was since gonna the ask, first one when was the first one yeah which that just blows my mind um but uh after the last one it did not perform as well as they had hoped um, and, you know, it was being kicked around. Wes Craven said he kind of didn't want to do anymore. And then um, Harvey Weinstein is part of all that group. And, of course, we know what went down there. Um, he had a bad day. Yeah. Unfortunately, Wes has passed away. Um, and so just a lot of obstacles. So it took a, a while to get number five off the ground. And um, they actually did a TV series for a short time to try to continue the the series but anyway here we are so you know the powers that be all the actors were still on board they've all got very strong connections and affection for this series and um anyway so you know what they've done and it's really fun so you saw um, it i saw it and um i you know i'm not a big horror genre person but i enjoy the scream movies 
and I've gotten back into the Halloween stuff. Um, and I think I have a lot of respect for a series like this that can keep going. And, you know, this one's known for its kind of kooky plot lines or whatever, but they've got great actors. Um, and the whole premise, I mean, they really touch that nerve of what what is your greatest fear being at home by yourself yeah. and getting a phone call that creeps you out and you know that's that's kind of how Heck this yeah. one starts and off. then hearing something yeah yeah and so anyway it starts off a whole lot like the very first one 25 years ago so you know here we've got courtney cox's back david arquette um and nev campbell and we've got a whole new set of teenagers so the the teens out there right now these are probably their heartthrobs i've seen some of them in other things um so they're probably going to go see this movie because they want to go see the heartthrob and then we're going to go see it because we're we're connected to the older ones yeah because we want to go see monica from friends and um anyway so it's a lot of fun if you enjoyed the first one you know the first (laughs) for <laughs> uh, you're gonna love it it's just kind of more of the same kind of like halloween you know where they just kind of pick up and just take the characters one step farther and i will say I, I, i'm sure i've seen the first one but that would be the only one i'd ever seen does the scream person either is it like scooby-doo does it get revealed at the end who the monster is every time or does it die every time or is he still like a michael character where or jason where he's alive yeah and this one is um I don't think I'm giving anything away, um, but it's different people take on the mask. Gotcha. So it never, it's always. So, so their storyline is the storyline keeps, they keep using the, the narrative to, yeah, keep it going. Yeah, yeah. and it's up to them to try to figure out, okay, who's behind the mask, who is terrorizing and killing people, you know. And that's what kills me about these movies. It's like their best friends are just getting gutted <laughs> and i mean they just go let's hang around life. and find out who it is yeah. not run away i know it's like so crazy and i think that's why i enjoy them because it's so far-fetched you right. know yeah we could that it wouldn't be necessarily real real yeah right yeah yeah because i would be the one that would be like i'm not sleeping for yeah. a week <laughs> yeah. yeah but it's fun so definitely check it out if you like those oh don't take the kids don't take oh, obviously yeah not. oh gosh no yeah um are there any for the family or maybe yeah. for less well, scary um, you know, you just mentioned Sing 2 is still out there. It's a great one to check out if you haven't seen it yet. And then I keep going back to Encanto. Um, this movie is like gaining traction. My daughter has asked me to see it several times. We just haven't. But yeah. it's gotten such good It is vibes. so good. And I thought it was interesting. Um, you know, like even my kids have watched it. We've watched it twice. I mean, they really like it. And, the, and they're older. But the music's really good. I mean, Lemon Well Miranda wrote all of the the songs, all originals. Um, he's known for Hamilton. So obviously he knows what he's doing and he can write a catchy tune. I mean, we catch ourselves walking around the house singing them. And that's why we keep watching the movies because we want to hear the music. But, um, anyway, it's got such a great message. It's beautifully animated. So definitely check it out. And what I thought was interesting is I was sitting with a group of little boys at church Wednesday night doing missions. And, you know, when you first sit down, you chit-chat a little bit. What have you been up to? You know, every single one of them brought up that movie. Like, one of them said, I saw this last night. And then because they it's all, streaming, too. It's yeah, on Disney+. It Plus. on Disney+. Plus. But, yeah. Um, and they were all, um, all had seen it and all loved it. And I thought, man, it's kind of rare that you find a movie like that that both Aaron boys and Meridian says the music is awesome to that movie yes, as well. Yes, it really is. And, um, you know, I, I believe it just won Best Animated Feature, the Golden Globes, were last weekend. They didn't have a ceremony. They just kind of announced winners. And I believe it won. So probably we'll see it come Oscar nomination time. Well, that'd be exciting. Yeah. yeah. One that everyone feels uh, deserves. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it's really good. And so those are two great movies. Um, and then if you want to get out and just watch some girls kick some booty, go watch the 355. It yes. is really good. I saw it, too, during our break. And um, it's really good. It's all of these intelligence agents from different countries that come together to try to locate a um you know like a little piece of a computer 
hard drive kind of thingy. And um, anyway, it is. Re- I really was impressed. Uh, Jessica Chastain's in it. Um, Lapita Nyong'o. Um, anyway, great cast. Is it kind of like a Charlie's Angel? Yeah, but I mean, is it like, like the next? It, to me, it's almost like James Bond, but with yeah, yeah, yeah kind of you know. You wonder why agent. James Bond has never spun off with like a female lead yeah, and just in the world of which we are you know now yeah jane bond I yeah, don't know. <laughs> to me this is kind of you know maybe testing the waters on that yeah, yeah. so um yeah you know you have someone from britain in there so um it, it's fun it's a fun movie to go see so what else are you looking forward to well you know sometimes this is a slow time of year but um, we've got a couple of really good ones coming out in the next couple of weeks. One of them actually comes out today on Apple Plus, if you have that, and it's in limited theaters, and that's The Tragedy of Macbeth. And it is so interesting to me. It's the way it's shot. It's black and white. But, of course, it's a, a new take on the classic Shakespeare tale. Um, Joel Cohen directs it. And this is the first movie that he has directed without his brother. You know, you hear the Cohen brothers, but he's on his own with this one. Um, and Denzel Washington is in it. So um, it's gotten a lot of attention. It was actually just given the seal of distinction from the Critics' Choice Association. Only five movies got that for the whole year. So that says a, a lot about it. Um Spider-Man No Way Home also got that distinction. West Side Story, um, Licorice Pizza, and Sereno also, um, which is another movie coming out next weekend that I'm excited about. Um, it's kind of, it's a stage musical that has been adapted to the big screen. And, um, anyway, it looks really good. It's about, it's the classic story of a guy who loves a girl who loves somebody else. And he helps that somebody else win her. And, um, so she. That's a formula for success. Exactly. Exactly. It's every country song too. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so those are some coming up and some that are already out that have really, you know, are the best of the best out there and they're all still in theaters um so you know that's one of the positives of the current conditions as movies hang around a little bit longer so you have a little more time to go see them well i will say we went the turners had a great time it was good to be back in there have your popcorn your your beverage kick back and just you know the whole experience and watching the family get fun have fun with it i was like ah we need to do this more often yeah. Then just stream all yeah. the time. Well, it's always good to have you. Thank you. All right, we'll catch you next week. But you guys stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington Pontoon Boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. 
The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Goal Sports Cafe, the Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. This is the closing agri market report. At the close in their cotton exchange, March cotton was up 286 to 119.70. May cotton was up 187 to 116.34. The close of the Chicago Board of Trade, March soybeans were down seven and a half to 13.69 and three quarters per bushel. May soybeans were down seven and three quarters to 13.79 and a half per bushel. March corn was up eight and three quarters to 5.96 and a quarter per bushel. May corn was up seven and three quarters to five ninety seven and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, April live cattle was up one fifteen to one forty two twelve. June live cattle was up seventy seven to one thirty seven sixty two. March feeders down thirty five to one sixty six thirty seven. April feeders down twelve to one seventy thirty five. And at this hour, the Dow Jones down three hundred forty one points, thirty five thousand seven seventy three. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And if you own or run a small business, can customers find your business online? With the power of Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers, get more referrals, and repeat business. All good things. Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. So if that sounds cool to you, you should call 601-991-2305 or just go to STMM. Digital, all spelled out, dot com to get started today. Okay, Will, have you ever been just devastated over something completely silly? Completely first world, nobody died, nobody's sick, it didn't set you back a whole lot of cash. It was just something little, but it mattered to you. College football. Okay, uh, okay, that's one. What comes to mind for you? Okay, that's like a good analogy, but okay. It is known that I do not have green thumbs, and my mother-in-law does. She has a she always got a yard of the month, and she can make anything grow and a beautiful garden. She had gifted me two amaryllises. I think I'm saying right amaryllis. You know what I'm talking about? Um, before before Christmas, it even comes with instructions. It's like you really can't mess these things up. 
I babied those things, and I watched them go from just the little um, bulb in the dirt to sprouting up. And they sprout, if you know what I'm talking about, they sprout straight up, and then they bloom out in like little uh, flute-like things, beautiful at the top, and they get really tall. And it's really cool because I swear they grow overnight. Like you would go to bed, you would wake up, and then the thing would be like three inches taller, and you're like, where did that come from? Now I wish I had a time-lapse camera on them. Anyway. This one, she was beautiful. She had already bloomed in four different ways. I was taking updated pictures of her every day, sharing them with my mother-in-law. My prized plant possession. Like, it was a miracle I even got the thing to grow the way it did. And then yesterday I came home, and she had fallen. I guess she had gotten top, too top-heavy, too big for her britches, and she fell over, oh. shattered, oh. broke the top off of it. The dog's looking at me like, I didn't do it. <laughs> broke even, left picture frame. If you've seen the photos over on Facebook, I I cried. (laughs) I was so devastated because it even had like other sprouts, like it wasn't uh, finished full blooming. And you just felt like you got kicked in the you know what by something hard uh, and the wind just sort of knocked right out of you because you had took such pride in something really, again, so insignificant and silly in the grand scheme of like life. But I was devastated. So the good news is I called my mother-in-law. She was like, you can save it. Just, you know, dust it off, replant it. It'll, it'll sprout and all this. The gardener I am not. I have nothing. I had to replant it in an ice cream bucket. <laughs> So now my once prized, beautiful amaryllis is now has no head. She's completely chopped off at the top, and she's sitting in a vanilla ice cream bucket replanted, the plastic one or whatever that's sort of replanted. Little did I know that if I would plant her, if I would have replanted her outside, then apparently she would have survived and maybe even multiplied. So y'all are talking language that's only suited for Garden Mama on Saturdays here on Super Talk. That's not for me. Um, but yeah, I cried like a baby. Like, I mean, it was devastating. And, and my husband knew, like, he felt so sorry for me. And you can't fix it. Like, you can't make it back back again so have you i mean besides college football something like that have you ever had something Uh, just a couple months ago my wife had gone on a weekend vacation somewhere and i mopped the floor uh in the kitchen that is not devastating that's for me is devastating (laughs) but i've mopped the floor and i was so proud of the job i did I, i even I'm not a housekeeper. I don't know what he, I don't know how to mop a floor. I mean, I know you, you know, whatever. So I did such a good job, I thought. And, uh, you know, she was getting ready to come home. She calls me, says, I'll be home, you know, in 30 minutes or so. Okay, good. And I thought, I'm going to surprise her with this beautiful kitchen that I even mopped the floor. And I get up to get something to drink. And I guess it had been raining that day. And I had let my dog inside and I didn't wipe his feet off properly. And on my beautiful floor, there was just little mud. And it's like, now you know what it's like to have I children. I felt like I got kicked in the <laughs> stomach. It is. Because there was no time to, like, redo, redo it, it, you know? For, yeah. So I then she comes home and, like, the house is a disaster. Yeah. And then you're like, but maybe you just, if you'd have just seen it, like, Over there, it's not where I'm <laughs> Oh, man. It's it's interesting what humans sort of put their, uh, their energy into and take pride of. But, yeah. I appreciate all of you who reached out. Many of you, uh, Good Things listeners with advice on how to save it and keep it around for many years so the story's not over for my amaryllis but i did cry some tears over her yesterday but stick with us we got more for you coming up next here on super talk you've got sports talk mississippi with the boys from three to six rhino and i'll be back with you on monday at two but until then i hope you all find time for the good things Talk Mississippi Media Production.